0: Welcome to Millennials on the Move. This week's millennial is Mark Zeal. How are you doing? Thank you for being with us. So before we get into our interview, you know we like to get a little personal. So I want you to tell us about yourself and what you're doing right now.
1: My name is Mark Zeal. I currently, well I'm not at Florida Atlantic University anymore, but I will be going to grad school in the summer, hopefully. I just recently graduated with a computer science and engineering and math degree. As of right now, I'm working for the Florida Department of Transportation as an um, operator. Um, right now, I'm running a body shop uh, and also helping with a nonprofit organization. And I, I love sports, music. Um, actually, I love poetry too. And I've, over the years, I've be, I don't want to say I, become, I became a fan of politics, but I'm starting to get into politics now, like learning. How it works because I see it's very important. And okay. That's
0: right. okay. So I heard that you have a business
1: yes.
0: and you're helping a nonprofit. So, what, okay, so before we start with that, you're nine to five, you're working as operations for the Florida Department of Transportation, right? Yeah. So, what what is that? Is that something that makes you kind of like feel better about being an entrepreneur, having a nine to five, or how expound on having a job while still pursuing your own individual dream?
1: Well, having a job helps out because it brings me extra income and it helps out my business because, um, well, the business I just started, so I can't really like depend on it hundred percent right 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 so it keeps me having the nine to five keeps me humble I mean it's not a horrible job so right I, I love I love what I'm doing um it's still in the traffic engineering department which is I mean it's not what I want to do but it's along that lines is something that I would enjoy doing um it's not something I can complain about it's bringing me income okay. hopefully in about a year I won't have to work but right that's, the that's goal. always
0: the goal that's the goal
1: that's the goal that's the goal <laughs>
0: okay so your business so what is it exactly so what,
1: what is your business um it's a body repair and collision shop for cars um basically i don't deal with the mechanical side but i have a guy that does and um any accident as far as that doesn't deal with the um engine um, collision you need your bumper replaced um, doors, anything along that line, so that's what I do and I'm still learning, currently learning, but moving along. May, I may get into the um, the mechanic side, but it's it's a little different ball game.
0: Right. So, can you, okay, so I'm going to get personal again. So yeah. having friends and people that know you, okay. cars are such a big deal for everybody because yeah. almost everyone has one. And if not, they drive one or their moms mm-hmm. or whatever. So they get into an accident and they know, oh, Mark, he has this and that. How do you deal with being the businessman Mark and then the friend Mark or the family Mark? How do you draw that line when it comes to business?
1: Well, that's easier said than done because I learned, once I first started, um, there, what I've learned is there really isn't no friends in business. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying people would, but sometimes someone or an individual contact me that I'm close with and they'll be like, I'll give them a quote on the price or something and then they'll be like, oh, can you lower the price? And then I'll try my best because, you know, we're recent college graduates. Well, I I know a whole bunch of college graduates, so I know we're not the ones making the most money. Right. So I try to look out, but at the end of the day, I have to make profit too. Right. So I kind of have to draw the line between that and like worrying about myself too and caring about them. So it's kind of like a... It's something I I have to work on and I'm getting better at it because at the end of the day, I can't work for free. Right, right. I'm trying to run my own business. Exactly. I have to make profit too. I have to pay rent. Exactly. So.
0: I just, I just wondered that because we always are in this, because I know I always say support, like that's the theme. But at the same time, I think we forget the other side of support. The person is actually putting in the work and... Having to pay for everything yes. that's running and yes. to even be able to give you a discount, I'm in that position. So think about me too. I just thought about how you dealt with that because okay. yeah. I, I probably like I was hook up on blah I probably would do that, but yeah. at the same time, not even thinking about how was he gonna make a profit yeah. or figure out everything else he has to figure out. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so how's that going? How's that business going?
1: Well, I recently started about. Believe, believe it or not, the way I started the business is a crazy story. Um, one of my close Progressive Black Men Incorporated class brothers, Brandon Brown. One day we went on the beach to go run, and when we went to go run, we parked our cars in the regular parking lot, and um, we took our keys and our cell phones and wallets, and we placed them somewhere on the beach to go run. Mm-hmm. And during that day, we we're running, we we're running for good for a good long time, long distance running sprints, And there was a guy there, and I don't know, when, when you're tired sometimes you just don't know these things. And we were running the opposite way. And on my way back, when we were running, Brandon noticed our keys were missing. Well, my key was missing, so I was like, man. So I go to the parking lot and I saw my car was gone. And it was actually my sister's car, it wasn't even my car. So I was like, wow. And his car was still there. And the crazy thing is once that happened I was like man I have to find a way to get my sister a car or um, come up with somebody somewhere somehow so I'm missing my sister's car and then about two weeks later my car I got hit while on Road, which is the main road to our university right right and then once I got hit I went to a, a guy who does repair work and I was telling him about my situation and, and stuff like that. And I went to him trying to get a discount, of course, explaining to him, man, I'm a college student. I right. lost my sister's car, and I just got in a car accident. I'm like, can, you know, and right. he was telling me about things and how he runs the business. And he's an older guy. Right. And he's, I don't want to say, he hasn't caught up to the technology and how business is ran now. He, right, he doesn't right, have right. social media and all that stuff. Right, right. And I was like, well, you know, I can actually help you out and run this. And then he was like, yeah, I'm, Pretty soon I'm probably going to stop running this shop and I'm not bringing enough revenue. And then I was like, well, you know, I can come back, help you out, show you ideas, show you social media and how that that runs. And he was like, well, you know, he just met me. So he's like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. Right, right. So I kept bothering him, I kept going to him. I eventually had enough money to fix my car. And crazy thing is I told him, like, I'll help you fix the car. I just learned along that way because I was trying to get a this I was trying to go the cheapest way possible right, right, right. and I actually did it and I, I fixed the bumper fixed everything and I noticed well it wasn't really that hard it took me a while to understand a few things but I kind of helped him out so I was like man, maybe I can't help this guy do this business so he doesn't have to close it down so what I actually did since I was kind of low on money I actually sold my car after I fixed it I sold my car and i went to the auction with him and i bought three other cars to fix those cars okay and then once i fixed those cars i brought in a little bit of extra money and that's how the business kept running and then i kept learning how to fix this and that and that's how it really started
0: um okay so your non-profit how's that going how did you get you know connected with
1: that um a good friend of mine that goes to my church by the name of daniel rush he um he contacted me one day, and he was like, "Oh, plan on working on this project to start a non-profit for males in our community." Right. And he told me the initiative was for like middle school and high school age males to teach them about like character and how to like do certain things to help out in the community to become the great family man. Like how to apply for jobs, their resume and stuff in that right. community. And he, he asked me if I was um, willing to help him out. And I told him I am, because I'm noticing, well, in my community, there's a lack for male leadership. Right. Um, and especially the poverty areas. So uh, as far as that, what we're doing is we we interviewed a whole bunch of um, those kids in those areas. And once they got through the interview and the background check and all that, um, <laughs> They, they become part of the organization, which is known as Move, Men of Virtue and Ethics. And we would do stuff on the weekends, um, we would host seminars and stuff. And I'm actually the secretary for that organization. And it's, it's, it's kind of tough running it because I, I, I wasn't, I'm, in, I'm in school working and I'm doing my, my shop. And right. you got to worry about um, kids in that area. And then sometimes they'll contact you at like 2 in the morning to be like, oh, I went to a party and my ride is gone. Oh, I should have been more responsible. Can you come get me? And it's <laughs> like, man, like I want to be a leader to them and, you know, stuff like that. So, right. But it's mistakes, you know, we all make. So it's dealing with stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I like being um, a positive role model to them. Cause right. That's a, that's a good thing to have. And you never right. know, one day they might be able to help me out.
0: Right. So, right and
1: seeing them like graduate from middle school or high school to go on to college or not even to go on to college but just doing things that are helping the world out is a good thing so that makes me happy and a couple of them are actually doing better because of that
0: great wow so balance so you have you work you have a job you have your own business you have a non-profit where you're working with a nonprofit, and you're about to be a grad student yes where are you going to find the time to cater to each and every one of the venues that you've chosen?
1: Um, I think it has to do with discipline and not only just discipline, uh, procrastination can't, i don't want to say can occur because it still occurs sometimes. Because right, right, I right. still put stuff to the side. Right. It's just, I, well, first thing I, I've learned, I wasn't really a fan of like, Planning out my day or making out a planner, or like right, right, right. I've noticed since I have so much to do, not have to actually do that and right. follow that guideline, so that's what I'm actually doing now. And I mean, it's a lot sometimes, but it's working, so right, yeah, where there's a will there's a way, so right,
0: yeah. okay. So, out of everything that we just talked about, what is your greatest challenge? What is What has been the greatest
1: challenge? Uh, my greatest challenge would be. I say, I think it is procrastination. Because I always want to put stuff off to the side. I don't know why. I'll be like, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and another problem comes. So I'm like, oh man, I'll put this tomorrow and then do this now. So I think it's procrastination. Especially in college. That was the biggest one. Right. I would wait. Like, when finals would come, I would study what I learned the whole semester in like three weeks.
0: All nighters, good grief. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm glad days over. But, um, so, I'm solution-based, so, okay. we know the problem. Yes. So, how do you plan on moving forward with doing it less, or not doing
1: it at all? Just, um, well, as of right now, I feel like well, I'm older, I'm more mature, and I notice, like, um, um, I don't want to say like, I, I felt I don't want to say I'm becoming a man but I, I, since I'm, I'm more becoming of a man I have more responsibilities and I right. feel like I have to be more of an example so I have to grow each day so right. I have to keep that discipline going right. so I feel like I don't know I just have no choice honestly that's the mentality yeah. I have right now because okay. I mean once you get older you can't really do what you used to do back in the day
0: right I agree
1: growth is essential it is
0: yeah. Okay, so what's been your greatest
1: accomplishment? Actually, my greatest accomplishment is getting a engineering and math degree at Florida Atlantic University. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I felt good walking across the stage.
1: He, not even walking across the <laughs> stage, just getting the degree, man. It was, just, it was a hard curriculum. And, right. And there was a few bumps here and there, but, you know.
0: You made
1: it. I made it. And school was important to me because the student loans actually did help me with my business. Shout out to Selina. Sally,
0: is she contacting you yet?
1: I told her I'm going back to school. Right.
0: (laughs) Lay off, lay off Sally. For now. Okay. Okay. So, we talked about your greatest achievement, your greatest challenge, everything that you have going on in the balance. So, it comes back down to what motivates you to continue to do everything. What is your motivation?
1: Oh, my motivation? Honestly, it's actually seeing people with less work more, and what I mean by that is, um, sometimes I complain about certain things, Mm -hmm. and I'll look at someone else and they'll have way less than me. And even though I don't think I'm blessed, but I'm I'm looking at them and they're not complaining, so I'm like, who am I to complain? Because they're working with less and making a lot out of it. And um, my parents, they're not from here, and they came from Haiti and they didn't know much and. They were able to raise me and do some things so i feel like i have the fact that i have more than them to work with i can't use an excuse right so i feel blessed to, and i have life so and i'm healthy so i gotta keep going
0: yeah okay so that brings us to your quote that you live by oh yeah
1: my favorite quote i don't want to mess it up so i'm going to read it <laughs> um, my favorite quote is actually by um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. I didn't want to mess that up. So. Okay.
0: okay, so other than the obvious, because clearly in moment of controversy, you chose to take that challenge and run with it and make it the best for you. What made you think of that quote in, in that moment? Did you think of that quote in that moment? Or has this always been a favorite quote of yours? Did it just grow on you? Like, when was the moment you was like, this This is it?
1: Um, I feel like life every day is kind of a challenge. Even if it's not, um, if life, to me, if life was easy, would it be worth it? So right. I feel like when um, problems occur, that's just I don't. I just want to And I remember one time I was playing, I played basketball in high school too, and we were running some suicides, and the coach was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to know how you're gonna play well, energetic. I want to know how you'd be able to play once you're tired." So I was yeah. just like, I was just like, I just noticed it. It has a lot to do with life, so that's why." It's
0: Well, I really thank you for being here with us and sharing everything that you've gone through and where you're going. So, remember, our theme is support. We cannot do it without each other. Um, If you need any, if you want to contact him in any way, he'll be at the end of the video giving you the ins and outs of how you can get that information. And also, please stay tuned every Friday for Millennials on the Move feature Fridays. Thank you so much.
1: My name is Mark Zeal, and if you want to get in contact with me, my phone number is 954-729-5795. My body shop is located at 601 Northwest 31st Avenue, Pompano Beach, Florida 33069, and my nonprofit organization website is menofvirtue.org. and you can go on the website and read about um, our organization, what we stand for it, and then the, contact, the contacts are also on there. And you can contact me through my um, university email at mzele at fau.edu.